Today we want to discuss some of the side effects of buprenorphine, also known as Subitex, Suboxone, Subsolve. For the purposes of this talk, they're all actually the same thing. We'll just call it buprenorphine. And the question we're going to address is what are the side effects? The most important quasi, I'm going to call it quasi side effect, I'll leave for last. But let's start off with the very some of the most basic ones. Uh, the most basic side effects are constipation and what's called hypogonadism. Let's talk about constipation first. That's a very common side effect of any opiate-based medication is constipation. Uh, how common is it? It's relatively common. How much complications is there from it? It's not so bad. Constipation is not a fun thing to have. People often joke about it, laugh about it, but it's very uncomfortable and it actually can lead to some really bad stuff. That being said, when this issue comes up with buprenorphine or any of the other products, which I mentioned are the same thing, Suboxone, Subsoft, Subutex, buprenorphine, when this issue comes up, uh, doctors approach it in different ways. For me, and again, consult with your physician, uh, from years of dealing with constipation, whether it's in the emergency department or with prescribing opiates, I do not give the usual stuff other doctors give. The usual stuff, the general type of medications they are. It's called motility agents, pro-motility agents, which means they make the gut move and they're spasmatics. They cause spasticity. The way the gut works, and there's a reason why I'm going into this because we want to minimize harm. Always remember that. The way the gut work, works is that it's got millions and millions and millions of nerves connected to it. Okay. And the way you actually move stuff through the gut is that there's this accordion-like motion in the gut, okay, that these neurons all fire and eventually the feces or the excrement or whatever it is, the contents in the bowel move down the gut and eventually you dispose of them, okay? That being said, um, you know, what the way the bowel works is that, you know, these millions of neurons sort of fire and they move the feces down in like an accordion fashion and you eventually have excrement. One of the things that opiates do is there's a whole bunch of receptors in your bowel, in your stomach, in your gut, in your small intestine, in your large intestine or colon. And one of the things opiates do is they hit these type of opiate receptors, which is a separate class of opiate receptors than the ones that get you high. And when these get filled up, okay, the bowel stops, okay? You have something like a dead bowel. And when the bowel stops, feces stops moving throughout the bowel. What's interesting about this side effect, including the change in the size of your pupils is this. As you take more and more and more opiates, you obviously build a tolerance in your nervous system to how much you can take. One of the two parts of the body where opiate receptors do not build a tolerance is constipation. They fill, they fill those type of receptors in your gut, which is a separate class of receptors in the mu receptors in your nervous system that gets you high. And they stay exactly the same way, no matter how much or how long you use opiates. And so eventually you get constipation. It's very fascinating. You never get used to the constipation. How to treat it. Again, I would talk to your physician. Most doctors are pretty passive about this issue and they just give you a motility agent that gets the bowel moving or, and essentially these motility agents are what I call spasmatics. They make the contraction in the ball, bowel happen. Here's the problem with this. Uh, it causes pain. 
You know when you get cramping abdominal pain? You know how painful all of that stuff is when you have certain types of issues when you're hungry or you have cramping? It's very painful. What I try to do myself is I try to avoid that and give the least harmful or medication with the least side effects. And I personally just give a, a regimen tailored to each patient of um, Miralax and vegetable oil. And literally nine out of 10, this causes the regulation of the bowel to come back to normal. And then I adjust it for chronic use. Now I know I have a new medication on board that is over the counter. It is not harmful. It has very few side effects and people become regular again. That's a long version of one of the side effects of chronic buprenorphine use is constipation. This is common with opiates in general. It does not get better over time. And this is one of two effects of opiates that don't get better in overtime. You don't build the tolerance. You don't build more receptors. The other one is your pupil size. And it's very easily treated without too many consequences. The second one I want to talk about that's often cited in the clinical literature is hypogonadism, basically lowered level of testosterone. What happens is over time, Someone on the buprenorphine might say, I don't have enough energy. Or another complaint might be like, I have some sexual issues now, the males. Those times, uh, the best thing to do, and you can do this yourself, uh, you know, the clinician, depending on what they're comfortable with, what they want to do, well, how busy their clinic is. My clinic is pretty busy, so I, I might do this differently tomorrow, but for now, I usually send them out to an endocrinologist and what should really happen is they should get a free testosterone level at 7 a.m. If it's low, again, the endocrinologist may uh, skin this cat different ways. You know, a little bit of testosterone cream will do the job. The complaints are often energy and, uh, you know, uh, having male erectile issues. Both of those can easily be addressed. Having said those two main side effects of buprenorphine, let me talk about it in a little more abstract way and some of the other issues uh, that we don't discuss. Uh, side effect of this stuff, okay. Uh, one of the things you need to be cautious of is coming off this medication if you've been on it too fast, too soon, or abruptly, okay? You're gonna go through withdrawals. I bring this up because this is a topic of extensive discussion and a lot of controversy and negative press or public opinion of why you should not be on this medication. And I will say this, you should come out, come off of it too soon, too fast or abruptly. And it should be done under a physician who understands you, your needs and uh, what level or what dosing you should be on at that time. So, you know, although this is not a side effect, it's obviously and certainly a concern. Other side effect concerns obviously are, you know, if you're, if you're on opiate medication for, you know, legitimate reasons, you do not want to necessarily, and it's opiate versus using Suboxone for pain, and you need to be on a straight agonist opiate. You don't want to use Suboxone. It's not going to do anything on it. Other concerns, which I discuss in other videos, is you know, you're going to put yourself in precipitated withdrawal. If you take it on top of a regular opiate medication, if you're on it regularly, the side effects of uh, buprenorphine, as you can see, they're not many and they're not very concerning. Uh, the main ones that often are cited in the literature and one needs to be cautious of is constipation, which can be treated very easily with minimal side effects 
The other one is lower level of testosterone, which is often the complaint from the patient is, Doc, I don't have that much energy. Doc, I'm having some erectile dysfunction. Depending on the doctor, your clinic, your comfort level, you know, the, usually they should get a free testosterone level early in the morning, and they can get a whole range of other endocrine uh, uh, values depending on the physician. And that's also treated easily. And finally, uh, although we're not talking strictly about side effects of buprenorphine, I am talking about some of the social controversy and concerns with buprenorphine, whether you build a tolerance to it. Yes, you do. If you're taking it, you can't stop it abruptly. You can't stop it too soon. You can't taper down too fast. It should be under a physician that knows what he's doing. And you certainly don't want to take it on top of if you are taking very, very, uh, well, if you're taking any opiate medications that are agonists, whether it's Vicodin, or Oxycontin, or if you're on heroin. We're gonna continue this discussion. Please click on the button below over here and look forward to continuing our discussion. Have a great day.